Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Millennial Love. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish as fuck. My name is Justin. This is Cardi. And this is Mish. And welcome. This is episode, what, 109, I believe? Yep, 109. Good, good, good. Please make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you do tweet us, please make sure to include the hashtag MO3. Our at handle, our Twitter handle, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. Um, is Millennial Love, that's two L's, two N's, two N's at, I'm sorry, two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. Um, so please make sure that um, you do follow us on all social media platforms. We love to hear your responses to our show. We love the people that are currently live tweeting. It's actually fun. Amen. I'm loving seeing the tweets. Um, if you are not as visible on social media like that, please make sure you DM us. We do respond to DMs. Um, and if you want to send in a millennial moment, uh, please send the millennial moment to info at millennialove.com. Is that correct? Yeah. That is it. So how are y'all this week? Good. Really good. <laughs> Sorry, that was boring. I'm glad that you, I mean, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's good. I was good. Good is fine. Because <laughs> I'm under good. I'm not even there yet. Mm. Mish, how are you? Uh, I think I'm good too. I like this Lovers Unite sweatshirt you have on. Thanks. Where I did got you get it from? H and M. Look at H and M. I haven't shopped at H and M in a minute. I like them. <laughs> Since the little monkey. On a little shirt. cute day. Since the monkey oh. shirt. Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, you know, when you have a fifteen-year-old brother and niece, that's where they shop. So yeah, you, you gotta make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love when they had that. Um, H and M used to have that. Um, I don't know. It's like they used to have produced suits and stuff, but I don't think they do that anymore. They still do that. Where? Mm -hmm. They don't sell it at the park at North Park. Well, I bought it last year. No, yeah, they don't do it anymore. Oh, like they don't have suits anymore. I just yeah, I bought a suit from there last year. Which I was like, why don't why don't y'all make that anymore? Maybe not at the stores in Dallas. So maybe they weren't selling. Yeah, no, they were selling though. What? Maybe not as much as they needed them to. Right, right, right. So yeah, I say I think I'm good because the week just started for me today. So I'm like, uh, I guess today was fine. I don't. Right, yeah. It's a blur. Gotcha. It is Tuesday. We record yeah. on Tuesdays at nine. Um, Which is way better than Mondays. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. when we tried that last season, it was tough. I loved Mondays. Not me, it was like, I was like boom, wait, hold bam, on. get in, get I out the way. It. <laughs> it was like, damn, I got to deal with work on Monday. The, oh, damn, I got to deal <laughs> yeah. with millennial love. It, it was, was too much. I hated it too. I hated it. <laughs> 
Well, I'm outnumbered. I guess we sticking with Tuesdays. Tuesdays, Liddy. Look, this we can push that bitch back to fucking Wednesdays, too. Well, no, <laughs> no, not Wednesdays. that's too Monday, far in yeah. the week. <laughs> nah. So, um, do you have any like hot topics you want to talk about? Or more? I want to talk about Beyonce's album. Okay. And this is like a like, first for me. <laughs> but please let me tell you. share. Oh, Mike. <laughs> the. So I've obviously listened to her music before and like all of the songs on the album are songs that nothing's new. But that live band behind the music just makes it everything. Yeah. If I mean she did a really, really good job yeah. of mm-hmm. incorporating the HBCU style band. But the beginning and it's not even her singing, it's just called Welcome. It's really just the drum line and a few trumpets and all of that. But it sounds amazing. And it just, it made me think of college. Yeah. Like being at Correct. PV Ben. And I promise you, if I could find a uniform. You would have put it on in your apartment and watch it. Did you watch the documentary or did you listen to it? Nah. So, you know, I don't, I don't really get with her like that. So that's that would have been too much what to watch the mean? watch the thing and listen to the music all really? at one time. That's I think, too much. I Let me do the music first. I think you would have found an appreciation from watching it too. Because it was really I'll watch like it, a, yeah, but that's it wasn't, too much at one time. Oh really? Damn. Okay. Uh <laughs> no. It wasn't I don't think I think it was traditional Beyonce, but I think her intent, whatever that intent was, to create whatever experience it experience it was. Like what you hear is what you also see. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not like her walking in bedazzled leotards and shit like that. It's not that. It's like a true like you at fifth quarter. Right. And these Come on, fifth everyone quarter. is everyone is performing, you know? Right. So but yeah, I definitely agree. Like it was it was good. Like I think if you ever wanted to at least feel what a HBCU feels like, just watch that. I mean, that's, I mean, it, I can't really, I don't have any negative critiques. I mean, the only thing that's not there is, you know, you walking in the calf, eating in the calf, or you studying. <laughs> but other than that, like the fun elements was definitely there. You know, the band, the singers, the dancers, like Shout the, like the performers, performers, even down to the guy who is like, Doing the bugaboo thing. No, not even. Yeah, the bugaboo. So they like were mimicking Greeks. Um, oh, the announcer. And then the announcer, like mm-hmm. just saying, like, you know, whatever. Just everything was just executed well. So, yeah, she did a really good job. I wonder, did like she watch HBCU like halftime shows? She said or? she used to go to Prairie View actually when she oh, was a kid. Was Texas mm-hmm. State. It was TSU. No, I thought she, she said, no, she, I thought she, said she went to Prairie View. They, they, Practiced at TSU. Oh, okay. Like, but I yeah, she used to go. Oh. The band. What was the band she was called in? Destiny's I mean, Child. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the yeah, shout shade. out to them. It was a no, couple was of people that well. I was in the band with. Like, they were actually my bandmates oh, while really? I was in the band that Helped performed her with her. Yeah. They were the drum. They were part of the drum line. So she has always cool. been an artist that has been influenced by other things. So for her to be influenced by an HBCU experience, and then for it to be a thing for us to all come together and be like proud of, like I feel like that's something that we need. I think Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland tweeted like her desires of wanting to go to HBCU and this, that, and the third. I feel like we 
we needed that to mm. make our black kids, our black youth know how cool and dope it is to experience an HBCU. Mm. Um, and that's all across the board. Hopefully it inspires athlete, athletes, you know, yeah. intellects, all of them, you know, mm. everyone. Because, I mean, the experience is, is something that, I would say that the experience is something that you experience that you won't ever experience again. It's like, yeah. there's nothing like it out in the world at all. Because you're amongst black intellects. And where will you find them? I mean, you could find them in neighborhoods or whatever, but uh, you know, uh, HBCU is like where it is. So Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here for the Before I Let Go remix. Some people were mad. I'm here for it. It's already been played at a cookout. I love it. I love it. It was played at Ben's party. I mean, you Frankie Beverly and May's version is always gonna reign supreme, but this is just a I think it's a very good rendition. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I like it. it. I just didn't fall in love with it. Like everybody was like, oh my gosh. What did you like about it? What specifically? It it wasn't anything that I didn't like about it. I just don't think that it's very, very grand. Like it's just cool. It sounds good. I think it feels good. It being like a black life. classic on top of like a bounce beat. Yeah. On top of, I mean, for me as a and fan. Then it's, it's just Beyonce, a summer hit, man. It's just like a summer it's hit. A it's a summer a barbecue hit, bro. You're going to hear the original and then you're going to hear this one. Yeah. They're going to remix it into the right. original. Right. I saw a tweet that said, if you're a DJ and you don't play the original and then remix this in, Correct. you're not real. Like, you just can't play the Beyonce version. <laughs> no, you, you got to mix like it that. in. Yeah, yeah you got to I mean, mix it in. This is at least, what, eight, a good eight minutes of playtime and all for one song. Well, technically, two. People going to be doing the darn bus stop for three hours. Right. I love every... this song so much. Um, do y'all know Vivian Green? She's an artist. Uh-huh, I know she She actually remade this song too and I love that version. I haven't too. heard her version. It's a vibe. I think it's because I just love that song, period. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can do it and it just makes you happy. It is a great one. Um, what else is going on in these streets? I have no clue. I have no clue at all. I, I'm trying to think of because Beyonce's just been all over my time. Oh, Kanye he... did Sunday service at Coachella. Yeah. People are ranting and raving. Khloe Kardashian had on a silk dress and some Tims and looked like a complete idiot. Oh, no. Um, I mean, at this point, they're definitely trolling us. We can, like, we can just assume A that. silk dress. Like, yeah. bro, you got on a silk slip dress and some Tims. Get out of here, bro. At what point did you become a fashion icon? Right, Stop like, it. get out of here. But, um, yeah. Sierra husband... Oh, he's highest paid NFL player, I think. Well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know about his statistics athletically, but from a personal standpoint, I mean, get that man some money. And then he gifted each player on his team $12,000 in Amazon stock after he signed his deal. How many niggas is on that team? I don't know how many people on the football team. 25, 26? That's at least a like hell of 20, people. $225,000. That ain't bad. A quarter of a million. He wrote that off on his taxes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's cool. It was no a gift. He, he need to. to. He no, no, no. To. I know. I'm he just saying. He's smart that he do, yeah. I'm I need to write off. Gosh darn me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was dope. And the letter that accompanied it was dope. I'm really just happy for Sierra. Like, I feel that Sierra is winning. When we think of... 
people who are winning, if you are in love, <laughs> if you are in love and are in a, a successful relationship and you can express your love out to the world, I think that's a true, I feel like that's probably the rawest forms of love. I mean, of, of happiness. Listen, I hope they stay together. I really do. I hope. I don't see that why they, they wouldn't stay together. Right. But you say that we think that about every couple that's and then. Not true. Things happen yeah. and then they get divorced. I hope are that they. they old? S- how old are they? Do you know how, how old? Sierra's they are? our age. Yeah, Sierra's only like 31, 32. Yeah, and she's he's too- about 30. Yeah, he's not that old either. I would say he's less than 35. I don't know how old he is, but I would say that. I- but I hope they stay together because if they get divorced, honey, it's going to be a debacle. For who? Oh, him. him. Both yeah, of him. them, really. They're going to get so. laughed out of the city. For what? I think. Why? Oh, you're talking because about of just networks? yeah, people are going. Oh. Yes, they are. I think First of all, they, social media is ruthless, and but they, they're going to be ruthless regardless. Yeah, I that's think what I'm they have saying. A really good relationship, though. What I mean, we I see on social. Correct. Hopefully, it's real. I really do. I hope that she's happy and they're both happy and that they stay married till one of them die or both of them die. I really but hope that. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen that way, it's going to be the memes. <sighs> Bro, they're going to have future like in the back. It's just going to be a lot. So anyway. Did y'all go uh, to the Millennium Tour while I was here? I did. It was the best thing ever. Really? I did not go. It was. I wanted to go. So good. I got offered to go. Sorry. Oh, you got flewed out, did you? No. I mean, <laughs> oh, one of my friends was out. like, hey, I have a ticket love. Do you want to pay for it? One of your and friends, like, eh? Go. And then it was like 190. And I was like, no man. 190? Did they have backstage pass? No, they had. Were they in the front? They were in the front. VIP? Yeah. 200. See, I didn't need to be. 200. I don't need to be. Yeah. Like, we have all these Because I'm not, I'm not feeling on them. Correct. Like, people were like rubbing on people's feet. I don't need that. What I need is enough space so I can twerk to Yin Yang Twins with my hey, group of Yin friends. Yin Yang Twins were there? Nigga, were they? Yeah, they were. I mean, and they have, so, they have so what? many hits. Listen, that song is so <laughs> disgusting. It if you really listen is. to the lyrics, Yin Yang Twins has so many hits. Okay, so let me tell you from start to finish. Chingy. Wait to see my Wait, Freaking Chingy, Chingy Yin Yang Twins. Does Chingy look the same? Yes, and he looks Does good. the Yin Yang Twins look the same? Because they were very thin back in the day. I would assume that the they're The thin fat. one is still thin, and the short one is kind of, eh. In between. Um, so, Bobby Valentino. I he fucked with Bobby. He never looked good, though. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, <laughs> oh, but you in mean his like, own if, yeah, way, like, he still looks like, so like he's Bobby taking care of himself. Look like a troll. But no, Facts. he did really good. Bobby B got some hits. You see, then the, it was Mario. Did he have a bike? Did he have a bomber jacket on? I don't remember. Okay, never mind. And then I'm like, I was in Mario's so fine, bro. Mario was fine. Mario's so fine. You know bro. what I realized though? I don't know a lot of B2K. And so when they came on, I knew like a couple of the hits, and then I was like, I'm ready to go. Because they came on last, and I was yeah, like, uh. supposed to be them? Yeah, and I'm it's like, uh, I'm ready to go. They I done got my say, life already. I did read a tweet. They say Pretty Ricky should have like Pretty headline. Ricky. I forgot about Pretty Ricky. Oh, my yeah. God. Pretty Ricky show. They have hits. They have hits. They have so many. They did most of the hits. Yeah. They did Honey, which I didn't think they was going to do because it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I, here's the thing. I think most artists from Pretty Miami- Ricky. Are very they know how to express their sexual life explicitly, easily. 
And that's what stick like grits for people. When you think of Pretty Ricky, you think of Trina, you think of City Girls, Trick Daddy. you think of Trick Daddy. Like all of them has one thing in common and it's very explicit lyrics. So I think people just gravitate to that shit because it's like, oh yeah, no one else is saying, but these niggas over here, they're describing my sexual life. Well, they were the first to me, the first 2000, 2000s R&B artists who were very explicit. Because like we had, like you had Peaches and Cream, but they weren't saying like, yeah. the, na- the and they didn't make like grind on you, no pun intended music. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I feel like with Pretty Ricky, like they created the playlist for when you got with your nigga in the club in college <laughs> and you was in the corner twerking, like grinding. But that album was so out when we were in high school. I know, but I'm saying it was still lit. It was for when we, them in college. No, but it was still lit when we went to college is oh, what I'm saying. Okay. I don't remember they still, listening It was to Blue Stars and then um, what was the other one? <sighs> I don't know the other na- the name of the other one, but... The two they have two albums that were like in heavy rotations in like two thousand and six through like two thousand and eight. Everybody was listening to it. I'm laughing because y'all was in high school and I was dead as in college. I was in high school. I graduated (laughs) high school in '06. I think that Rasby is a weirdo. Why? Oh, the one about where my glasses at? Have you seen You didn't see this video about this clown and his glasses. So apparently somebody in Dallas stole his glasses. Well, you in Dallas, kid. It's the hood. That's the first thing. Second thing is, why you let these O's in your hotel room? Because he apparently, he was like, you was in my hotel room. I know who you are. You got my glasses. Give me my glasses back. Like just really, going though? hard. I mean, and he's most. such a weirdo. He sounds weird. He also he has looks an weird. underbite. His like a dog face is shaped like a box. Rasby, that's like the short, bald head guy. Mm-mm. No, that's the one whose face is big, big ass face awards. He has a big ass face. So which one is Rasby? I I really don't know. Is the he group, the one y'all. that wears the hat? Does he wear the hat? I don't know. Am I saying the right one? Yeah, okay, so there's yeah. Omarion. There's Omarion. There's right. a light skin guy for hip hop. And Lil Fizz. Them the ones that are still kind of in cool. the scene right now. Then there's Rasby. So that's the skinny. He looks no, like very pretty Rasby. looking. No, that's Jay Book. So Rasby is the other. The, yeah. the one that be wearing the hat. I think it's him. I think he be wearing the hat. I thought he was swishy swish. Nah, he got a wife. He has well, a I wife? Mean, I thought, yeah, I'm dead ass thought he was gay, my bad. Um, Rasby is the one that claims that I got that from my friend um, in college. What's that man name? Who? I thought it was Switchy. Their producer. Which one? The the man that was like their manager and producer. Uh, Chris Stokes. Chris Stokes. He's the one that claims that Chris Stokes was molesting him when they were, you know, the band. Oh God. I don't. Um. But look at him. This is what he used to look like. Okay. Son, don't look like that no more. This is what fam looks like now. He's got a nose. I don't think he looked bad. What? The, he does have a big ass face, though. I don't think he looks bad. You can't say he don't have a big ass face. But he always did. Facts. He <laughs> speaks oddly to me. It was is just, he on drugs? It was I mean, can we assume that he's He's absolutely had drugs. Purse. He might be on drugs. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, he, so here's the thing. I mean, when you're buying designer shades... I mean, we can assume that at most. I mean, 
What is expensive? That's all relative, right? I think the designer shades that I've been attracted to or that I like at most have been like 9,000, maybe 1,200, not 9,000, sorry. Like 900, $900, $800. But it's just like, dude, what type of glasses were you wearing? It can't, it couldn't have been that expensive. Like some of the things that it's like, either you leave at home. Exactly. Or you don't let just everybody around your stuff. Or if you know that if you come in, if someone is coming to your hotel, then you, you know, you just have to. You put your stuff up is what you do. Correct. You put it in your little Louis Vuitton bag under the bed. If you're not under the bed in the closet, you just do whatever. Or you, you married. Don't let these O's in your room is what I'm saying. Is he like, really why married? Were they, yes. Why were they in your room? I dead ass thought this dude was gay. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was so weird. I watched the little video clip and I was like, he is a weirdo. <laughs> I mean, that's all I Give got to talk about. Glasses. Unless y'all want to talk about something else. Is there anything else to talk about? Because I have... I deleted all my social media apps. I haven't been in, like... Did you? Listen. I, I haven't mean, we really can go been. there, <laughs> But we can't, go, we can't go there on the mic, baby. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing I've seen. I don't, you know, I don't really see a lot of that going on. So we can move on. Um, this week's self-care tip is start a new book. Huh. It's spring. You can go outside. Oh, I thought and you read. meant like literally start writing your own new book. Because oh. <laughs> everybody really have a book. I mean, honestly. you can do that too. Shotty. You can do that. Why not? <laughs> Begin to write your thoughts down. Right. But I do think it's nice time of the year to start a new book. Um, I don't know about other states and cities, but Dallas is starting to have like pretty weather now. So sitting outside reading a book um, with tea. And enjoying taking yourself to a different place, not just social media, TV, music. I like that. But getting lost in a nice Somewhere novel. Somewhere though, on a novel, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be a self-help, but I think I'm about to read a novel, so. Yeah. I bought, I bought like a ton of books last year, knowing that I didn't have the time to read them, but mm-hmm. I felt like the books that I purchased, I will eventually have a space for each book that I purchased, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that idea, though. Yeah. So remember to protect your energy, protect your space. Your mental health matters. Yay. All right. So this week, we're going to talk about Greek life um, and what it's all about. What it's all about. I would say less of what it's all about, but like what the state of it is today versus the past. Are we doing... A, a icebreaker? Oh, an icebreaker. I'm sorry. No. Well, I don't know whose turn it is. <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> sorry. It's your turn. It is for the icebreaker? So, I mean, do you, can you think of something on the spot? or um, Anything college-related, Greek-related? Or tell me about the... I'll, 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 I'll choose one. Okay. Tell me about your best experience at a Greek party. I think that's very easy and simple because we've all been to a Greek party. The best or the worst? <laughs> I don't want to say the worst. I don't want to say the worst. Just the most interesting thing that you've experienced at a Greek party. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so I feel that Greek parties are the best whenever you are in like that phase of life. 
um, like in college because mm-hmm. some niggas still entertain it after college. So that's why I say that phase of life. I think I personally feel that Greek parties are the best, whether it may be male or female. During my time, there were only, I don't want to say only, but there were like either two parties you went to during Who's my were time. They? Um, Kappa. Kappa parties for yeah. sure. Kappa parties. Always. Kappa, the Kappa, Kappa parties for fun. sure. Um, I'll say three. Sorry, I take that back. The Kappa parties for sure at Southern University was like, I mean, it was just a mood. Like, uh, it was just it was just a mood. Like people yeah. literally got dressed, which is completely mm. different from what the kids do now. But they literally got dressed and they went party. So it was it was cool. It was fun because everyone were. I feel like everyone put on their like visually best self, right? right? It's like I'm gonna look like I'm a million bucks. What with part it. of the year was this party? No, for what? Why do you want to know, baby girl? <laughs> um, no, I would probably say. I would probably say 2006. No, no, no. What like was it fall or was it spring? Because that gives a visual of like how people were looking. It was fall and spring. I mean, okay, you know, and yeah, it was fall and spring. Like it just was what it was. Mm -hmm. Like it was fall and spring, and then they also had like a perfect ten party, which was for the dimes. Yeah. They literally had a party <laughs> called Dimes and something else. Like Diamonds like and something. Diamonds and something. Um, but the for the other the other people, Greeks who also threw good parties were the AKAs. Mm. The AKAs at ULL during that time, which was like around 2004, 2005, 2006. I'm really telling my age. <laughs> I mean, they used to pack out, they used to like literally pack out clubs and that's what you want when you young you want it to be hot sweaty and you wanted it like you oh. just want it to be packed out right so terrible um and then i would say la- not lastly but like the third party was the cues mm. only the because of these are just always so nasty it was the cues let me tell you why the cues party was like okay the party that you knew that okay if you ain't got nothing to wear like i'm gonna just wear whatever because you could wear whatever because their party wasn't like dress focus, it was just like come your rawest, truest self, because you know it's gonna be like a a fun time. Sweat box, a sweat box, <laughs> correct? And, you know, whatever. Time. So that was like I was toggling between the cues, the AKA parties, and the Omega parties, which was fun, like fun times. Shout out to the Greeks in my undergrad <laughs> because y'all literally gave me a undergrad experience <laughs> no lie so i don't i don't i can't say whose party was the best because i mean we went to so many parties but what i will say that my first college party was an omega party and it was in this little bitty um shack like house <laughs> and that was my yeah, first time that. seeing greeks that's context like, right there. um huh i'm just saying like that's just creating a vibe right a feng shui um, my first you time will. <laughs> Greeks uh, stroll or stroll, whatever people call it, you know, in a party. That was my first time ever seeing that. So that was like one of your best moments. Your yeah, first that time, was like know? a. It was an experience I won't forget. Yeah, like that was probably what led me to think like, oh, okay. Yeah, you see it, and you this. you see it, and you immediately want to be like be a part of like yeah. something. Yeah. 
Um, the other thing is the alphas on our campus. Every homecoming had a key party. What's that? Or so that? you had to have a key, like the tickets was a key. Oh really? Like a hotel key. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So like, was it, it an the, actual key or a cardboard key? It was a cardboard okay. little thing, but you know, it was cute little concept. Mm-hmm. Because it was like their marketing was like you got your keys, you know, like the whole time it was oh, like you got your keys. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cute. Um, That's but really the Kappas on they call themselves the Zoo Boys had their the own what? house. Zoo Boys, like Z O O. Zoo Boys, yeah. Do we know? Like you why? know, every yard has like some type of yeah nickname for yeah. their gotcha, chapter. Gotcha, yeah. Um, like our uh, Omegas were the Bloody Rotata chapter, which I think all Omegas. Oh, are so their their Greek bloody, letter, something. the Greek letter of their chapter probably started with a Z or something, or maybe uh, not. Maybe I not. I don't remember. know. I'm sure you probably don't know why. It might have been because it, I think they were Zeta Gamma. Okay. I don't know. But so whatever. maybe that's probably what it was. Or, yeah. Or so they Z-O. just named gotcha. it. Zoo boys, but anyways, they had their own house off the oh, yard. They, had a house? they had a Kappa house. Okay, so they had <laughs> niggas had a house. <laughs> they had the toga party <laughs> and a Halloween party every year. Shout out so to the toga, toga party. Was I black love toga, toga, toga party. The black toga party specifically. I lit. love toga is lit. Why are they you, always so lit? I don't know, but that was like the the best party because girls didn't have. We didn't have no clothes on. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I mean, you was coming course. up with the cutest little why would you have clothes on in college? Of like putting Correct. you know oh this gosh. stuff together, but it was so cute. And I never forget my first toga was bomb. But yeah, and then their Halloween party was always dope because I mean it's Halloween, so yeah. people are dressed. However, yeah. lastly was um, and not least, but. Kappa Kappa side, the band fraternity mm-hmm. on our campus had a phone party every year. Oh, a phone party is fun. It was like the last it, party of the year. Oh, it was the last year. part of the semester? Yes. You for see, everybody. Phone, and everybody came to that party. Correct. Because it was we, the last party. We had a phone party and it was at the beginning of the, mm. like, August time. Okay. So y'all also was around May. Like May. May. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And phone so it was just perfect. lit. Like after finals, you knew you was going to, to the, the phone, phone party, party and it was live. Mm-hmm. Shout out to college. Like yeah. college was fun. Like I would get, nah, I, I mean, I would just, I would give up something to go, like just to go back and have fun. College and do was it really right. fun. And do it right. Yeah, but what does do it right mean though? Because I feel yeah, like is there a do it wrong? I feel like the experience, oh, sorry. The experience of college is you got to be a little bit broke. You got to be a little bit stupid. It has to be some type with of struggle. The, like you got to be a little mindset, bit stupid with the, and you got to just like really just want to have fun. Like those are the three rec- prerequisites. I would say with the mindset that I have today, I would love to just go back and But really you wouldn't have, have as much fun. I know, I know. But think about it. Like I wish I had the mindset like, you know, those people that we were like, those people that we were quote unquote afraid of because they were too much themselves. Like, bitch, I don't care, like, nothing. Yeah. I would go back and I would be, like, that person because mm-hmm. those are real moments. Like, the people that we kind of, like, side-eye in college because they, like, for me, it was just, like, going to HBCU, you know, you just had to play your cards right because mm-hmm. 
even with the type of people that you hung around with. I'm sorry, Car. I know I kind of went off whatever. It always happens. It's fine. Go ahead. I know. I do it to everyone. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying that. <laughs> sorry. I've been drinking. Car, go. your parties. Yeah, go. Um, so we had this club in Macon called 32. And 32 was basically a hot box. And we what? and it was in the hood. What's I don't know why. What's the potential square footage? Less than this apartment, like really? less than this room. Yeah. Oh my god. Probably That's like, small. I don't know, seven hundred square feet. Maybe really? I don't know. It was small. Anyway, Ben is texting me answers to the questions. By the way, um, so yeah, so thirty. So at first there was this club called Money's. Which was really hood, and money's got shot up, so we had to start going to 32. So 32 was super ratchet, but every Greek used to have their parties there because there was only one club for the first two years we was in college. So literally every other weekend, every... Every fraternity and sorority had a party there, like back to back. So it was just like all the Greek parties was in yeah, the same, the place. same place. And it was really fun. And every, I mean, they always played the best ratchet music. And then we started going to this place called the Dirty Iguana, which <laughs> is like in downtown Macon versus the 32, which was kind of a little bit further, further down. So Dirty Iguana, you could like take the trolley instead of driving. So anyway, that place was huge, so it would never sell out, and it wasn't really like the same kind Got of vibe. vibe. Right, you wanted to be so you wanted out, to be packed. Well, yeah, I agree with so you. So then we also used to go to uh, Fort Valley State University, which is an HBCU near Mercer, and they had this this party or this place called oh, what is it, Bay? What's the name of the gym? <laughs> the gym that we used to go to at Fort Valley. Spruce Spruce Street Gym. It was like some old, like reused gym, but it used to be jam packed in there. And they would have phone parties. They would have all kind of parties. And the best thing about it is, anytime we went down there, like they didn't have AKAs at the time, so we were like the AKAs of Middle Georgia. And we would go down there and we would stroll. And like people would be like, oh my God, look at the AKAs. Oh my God. And like because they had never seen AKAs stroll before. So it was really cool to be a Neo and like go to an HBCU and like get recognized and stuff. But it used to be jam packed. And I think they closed Spruce Street down. Like to the point where like you walk in and like you're sweating immediately. But that's the part I like about college. Like you yeah, didn't care. You didn't care. Like if your hair was messed up, it didn't. You it didn't matter. Went, you, you just went, wanted to have you fun. You literally went where the wave was. Yeah, you like, wanted to have fun. So yeah, I went to every single Greek party, like every Greeks party on our campus. Um, and at the time, we only had uh, kappas and alphas. Whenever I was, and then Q's came on the yard like right before I graduated. I think. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any Sigmas or uh, We didn't get Sigmas until I we left. And then I don't we think we have iotas. iotas. I mean, we, we had also, Sigmas, Yeah, we did also. We I think we had iotas. like two or three iotas on the campus too. Yeah. I mean, we went to HBCU, so I think- I feel like was, y'all probably had everything. Yeah, probably had everything, yeah. Yeah, we didn't. The numbers of the black people was so low that, you know, we just That's didn't cool. have it all. But yeah, it was just really fun going to everybody's Greek party every So week. y'all had- Sorority storm parties. Yeah, we did. 
we never I don't I don't remember I can't say never because that's so matter of fact, but yeah. I don't remember ever once a sorority throwing a party. Like oh, not that's, one of them. Yeah, we threw parties. The Deltas definitely threw parties. Nobody went to the Zetas parties, unfortunately. But we they had, threw them. We I think we had like Zetas and Sigmas throwing parties and No, yeah. If we would have had Sigmas, they probably would have done that. Um I well, we can probably get into that later. Um, so if y'all don't know by now, we're going to be talking about all things Greek life, or at least what we think is Greek life. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. But we definitely just want to talk about like its representation um, in relation to our culture, our experiences with Greek life, what it's all about, all that good stuff, which I feel like, you know, I think there's some good convo within it as well. Um, but I think my overall objective is to see, you know, what was Greek life in the past versus what it is today. And like, basically like, what are some things that like, okay, like, you know, what is this, what is it called? Like stop, start, continue. Like just some things that we can like, okay, we've done this. We know that it's not working or we need to continue this. It may not even be like to that point, but just some acknowledgement or whatever. So my first question is, um, and I know that we did have like a topic about this a few seasons ago. So this, um, the questions that I've created are a little bit more like a deep dive into like your thoughts on Greek life. Because if you do not know already, Car is a part of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and Mish is a part of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. And I'm a part of Millennial GDI. Love. <laughs> That's I'm a the part only of thing that I'm a part of. <laughs> and it's okay. All right. So I know that obviously black Greek organizations, we all have seen these chapters on social media. And we have probably experienced one of these Greek-lettered organizations, the Divine Nine, what they call them to have a Caucasian representative, right? So my first question is, um, what are your thoughts or how do you feel that students feel initially when they have a Caucasian join the organization before getting to know them? Like, what are some of those real thoughts? If you have experienced a Caucasian join a Black Greek-lettered organization, like, what were your true thoughts? Or if not... Like, how did you feel about seeing them? I, I think my initial thought is just, like, who voted for them? Not, not that they cannot be involved or whatever, but it's just, like, how did you pick? Because especially for certain organizations, you have hundreds of people apply, Candidates, right? Yeah. And that is, like, my original thought. Like, who voted? Like... What made you vote for them over mm-hmm. all of the other qualified African-American candidates? Mm-hmm. What made you say, I'm picking this um, lightly melanated person over, you know, somebody else? But I don't I don't think that it's a, I'm in a place where they like can't be in be it, in, yeah. Allowed, right? Because that's discrimination. But it just—it is a question of mine. Like, what made you pick them? Mm-hmm. How did you vote for that? Mm-hmm. 
I don't even feel like it's discrimination because the organizations are private. So I think for me, my questions are, why do you want to join an organization that was created for black people? Like what is well, like what are your motives? Right. What are what your reasons your behind that? Like behind it? I guess it's for me a similar thing as to and this is I mean it's the same but different. Like why do white people go to HBCUs? Like it's kind of for me that same question. Um maybe they feel like the school is better. I don't know, but for the black Greek letter organizations, we created those. Like our like the people who created these organizations created them because we could not be in the other ones, right? And the ones that were created by the white ancestors. Why do you now want to join those? Like, what's the purpose is my thing. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say, because I know somebody who's, she's not white, but who is not black and who's a Zeta. And like, mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to say about that. But I think it's also because she is a minority as well. So it's different. But for a white person, I'm just I'm I want to know yeah. the mindset. Like, what is the purpose? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to be a part of something that was that was not created for you? I don't know. That's no. I think I, I think mean that's a good question to ask, along with yours. Like, okay, who voted for this person and why over the other candidates? Yeah, because I would assume. I mean, honestly, whenever I look at it, I'm like, okay, well. They had to have been one hell of a candidate. Like I'm thinking, like in my mind, I'm thinking yeah. that this person went above and beyond and beyond and beyond and beyond, exceeded those expectations from whatever intake, whatever I, team. I think it, it depends on where you are though, too. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. what sure. campus you're on, what the climate of that campus is, what how many students are eligible and what those students look, not gotcha. look like physically, yeah. but look like on paper. I think it's a whole bunch of different factors. I mean, for me and my chapter, I can speak definitively right now and say that we're not going to pick anybody white. I mean, we're not. And if we do our grad, if, if our undergrad chapter picks somebody white, our grad chapter is going to be like, nah. It's just one of the, I mean... Because of the climate of Mercer, it's just something that we would not do. Now, if we're at, I don't know, Ohio State or somewhere like that where the population of black people and the climate is different, maybe that would be different. But for Mercer, the the black population is already small. It's like we're trying to preserve what we already have. And once you allow one white person in, I know this sounds so awful. But it kind of infiltrates, Not, like I mean, like at Southern, like at Southern's law school, for years and years and years, the editor in chief of the law review was a black person. They made somebody white. Now the editor in chief has continued to be white. Wow. You got uh, the Balsa or not Balsa, uh, the SBA president had one white person. The next person's white. So it's like as soon as you do wow. that. You're perpetuating that, and they're infiltrating. And then you, they take a uh on. -uh. We've created this for us by us. Mm, Let yeah. us keep it. Let us have something. You yeah. can go to HBCU, fine. Name your child Shaniqua, fine. But let us have. Listen to Kodak Black. Or Let us have a, something. Or charter a chapter. But they already have their own chapters. I'm, they got well, Kyle uh, and I'm freaking. Saying, maybe I'm saying what I'm saying. Zeta, Zeta, Zeta. Or maybe I'm saying one out of context, but like if you're on an HBCU campus, maybe you can 
Is it charter means like start a chapter? No. Am yeah, I that's what wrong? it means yeah, to like, create a chapter. Yeah, to start a chapter that's already already a, existing, pre-existing yeah. on that campus, like charter a chapter, Delta, whatever. Delta, Delta, Delta. Delta, Delta, yeah. Delta, 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 Yeah, I, I, I mean, given, <laughs> given like the reasons behind why these Greek organiz- Greek organizations were created. I can fully understand all the reservations, all the questions, because, and I would assume that the people who are non-black would also assume that, okay, these people are going to be questioning questioning me as to why I want to join this organization. So, I mean, I think... Yeah. There was a white girl who was an AKA when I was in undergrad, and she made her way up to, like be a part of the like national board. I don't remember what like um office she held or whatever. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Cuz I'm like, okay, fine, be in the organization. But who voted you that to become the president elect to blah 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 That's like a dead ass valid well, question. Outside of wanting That's- to seem as if the organization on a national level is inclusive, what other purpose do you have? Listen. I would, and there's I, other ways to include other types of people than bringing in a white person, bring in a transgender person, bring in a gay person, bring in. I mean, but this, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel strongly about it, and yeah. I know that my views are very controversial because I don't. I'm not. I don't feel like white people can't do other things that really are related to black people. I just feel like with the black Greek organizations, like, bro, this is our historical. This is what we created for ourselves. Yeah. We keep it. I mean, I know the question says Caucasian, but I, I mean, I feel the same way about other, any other, any other, any other. Yeah. Um, because I've seen Asians be a part of these divine organizations, Hispanic people, and you know, even my school now, Prairie View. Man, you can go back to PV and the population of Hispanic students. Is it's a lot, yeah. and and for me, it's mm-hmm. overwhelming because not all people are for us. Correct. Regardless of if they are minorities or not, they are not always for us, and so it kind of. I mean, it hurts me a little bit to go back on campus and see so many different people that don't look like me, because that was the whole purpose of us starting the schools. And and I almost feel like why don't y'all start your own schools? That's a totally different topic, but no, it just it hurts because we don't get the same respect. We don't get the respect across the board from other nationalities and races, which we is just why don't. we need to protect it even more. Correct. Yeah, I get and it. And so, you mm-hmm. know, whatevs. Yeah, that's. But it's happening at PV. It's tough. No, I I think is a is a conversation to be had because. You know, I think for whatever reason, there is a, a process or a, a moment where individuals go from being non-Greek to Greek. Mm-hmm. And I think those moments are designed for that individual to see what whatever organization it is, like how was how it was created, where it came from. Like for you to really go through some like deep, deep stuff that has been documented over decade, over decade, over decade. So for that, 
I would I would assume that it is something that is very um, sacred. It is very, you know, sacred. very sacred. So for, um, and, and I'm only using this phrase because this is what I know of, like just from like for an intake team or for a dean of pledges or for whatever, for like whomever is over bringing people in, like I would hope or assume that they are taking those moments into consideration whenever they're, like they're protecting those moments along with bringing people in that they know that would align with some of the things or even feel that whomever is coming in can take whatever XYZ to the next level. Um, Which I think is is good because I feel like pe- other people, other minorities, I mean other, I think other organizations do it. It's just whatever. So, all right. So my next question is, um, do y'all feel that like, should legacy still be a thing? And my knowledge of legacy is, and y'all can correct me. My knowledge of legacy is like Justin uh, pledged chapter A and Justin's offspring can come into that same chapter without any questioning. That's, that's not true. Okay, that's what that's I'm not sure. what legacy means. All right, so come on, Cara, what is legacy? I'm not a legacy, but from what I know about legacies, for AKA, I can speak to legacy. So, just means that you check a box on your application. And you are more likely than not to be chosen. Some legacy, for some organization, it means that you're automatically chosen. Okay. However, if you go to a school where a thousand people apply and 999 of them are legacy, then you know you can't pick 999. So it just depends on the chapter. Gotcha. And the organization, but that's what it means. And and most likely, if you go to a school where, like I did, where it's a smaller school and there aren't a lot of black people, if you're legacy, you're going to get chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely. But that doesn't mean you get in without question. Gotcha. You still have to apply. You still got to have the same credentials. Like, you can't just bust up in there with a 1.5. if you had all of those qualified credentials, if you are legacy and you apply... You You're can. pretty much gonna get it. Okay, but it depends on the school. Gotcha. Yeah. So that doesn't exist for deltas. There is no part of the application that asks whether or not your mother or anybody, for that matter, is a part of the organization. So, are there any fraternities that abide by that rule? I think or, so, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. Um, I've heard sorry it. Sorry for the guys. I, I mean, I, I'm not yeah, a I don't solid know. representation of that. But but whether it should be a thing or not, because I think yeah. your question was like, should it be a thing? I mean, I think it, for me, I can answer for that. I feel like it can be. I think it should be a thing, only because, and the re, the only reason why I say this is because of my own personal experience, right? Um, I don't have a ton of male representation of. Like like uh, guys who were in my family that were a part of like um, you know male organizations, but mm-hmm. I have a ton of like female representation, mm-hmm. and 
I mean, just going off of like them alone, like my aunt was like one of the founders of like the the university that's of my hometown, right? Mm-hmm. So I just know how like she like what she stood for in this then a third. So for that, I would say yes, it is a thing because you have like this actual lineage lineage that is a part of your family that represents like that represent different stages of like where blacks came from, right? So if mm. she if she crossed in the 50s and then someone else crossed in the 60s and then someone else crossed in the 70s, like even though you may feel like this person is trash in the 90s or the like the millennial, whatever, whatever it is, the millennium, like that doesn't mean that that person still doesn't have like substance deep within. Mm. So for me, I do feel like legacy should be a thing because it represents at least something of the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, I disagree because I think that now for sure on campuses, there's a cap of how many people they can um, accept into the organization. And even for my organization on the alumni level, there is a cap of the amount of women that can be voted in. So when you look at that, and I get what you're saying as far as the lineage and somebody may have been great way before, but, you know, sis that's applying now might be really, really trash. Mm -hmm. And we're going to pass up, because there's a cap, we're going to pass up a woman or a young girl that is flourishing fully on all levels because her mom yeah. is a part of the organization. And it's like, is she doing it because her mom is a part of the organization or because she has desires to progress the community and the organization on the campus and or in the community? Mm-hmm. So that's a concern for me. Um, yeah. Okay. I see both sides because I'm not a legacy, so I had to go through the process that was regular um, and didn't really necessarily get a bump one way or the other based on that. But do I want my daughter to reap the benefits when she goes to college? Absolutely. Um, I think that on the one hand, everybody should pay their dues. Um, But on the other hand, I think... That's what legacies are for. And this is not just for sorority and fraternity. I mean, this is legacies when it comes to college. Yeah. Like when you apply to Southern, I'm sure there's a box that says, did somebody in your family go to Southern mm-hmm. or whatever school? Um, even Mercer has that. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will absolutely be chosen, but I definitely don't disagree with. That's a double negative. I agree with... Um, some preferential treatment if there's a level playing field. Now, yeah. if my daughter has a 1.5 GPA and sucks as a human, no, she shouldn't be chosen over the person that has a better GPA and who but that wouldn't be a qualification has, anyways. Right? right, that's what I'm saying. So okay. if it's an if it's a level playing field, mm-hmm. I, I think my child should absolutely get preferential treatment okay. um, as it relates oh, to being a legacy. Please believe I want my child to have. It just ain't, it's not an option though. You know, like it, it, it's not even an option for my organization. 
Like, there is no way that I could say, well, she's my daughter. Mm. But I want my daughter to aspire to be a Delta woman. But there's no way I could, you know, there is nothing I could do to vote her in or make sure that she got in. Yes, there is. No, there absolutely is. I mean, that could be like, okay, I'm about to make a phone call. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That happens all the time. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a real thing. Like... You saying that it isn't, but you can be like, look but now. Technically, like what Cara is saying. From an application is, perspective, like a checkoff right. meeting requirements are I don't even know if that even is a requirement. Is that a requirement for your organization? I know what do you for mean, is it like a if okay, so if they do check yes, I did have someone in my family who was a part of a Greek letter organization, mm-hmm. would that be like qualified points for them to be like uh if they get preferential treatment, yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, I don't. Is, I guess I don't know what you're asking. I guess what I'm asking is, I'm assuming that whatever. I'm sorry if y'all hear heard that, but um, if there's an and if there is an application, right, mm-hmm. and you have to answer the application completely, I would assume that maybe it's it's merited on points. Like, I mean, it's on a point system, like, mm. or maybe not. It's just more information about that person. Because I don't know. Like, I just felt like. Uh, it's not a point system okay, per so for, se, okay, so for but like example, let's say, for if, example, if let's say if there were two identical applications and one had like a had two point five, or one had no, a three point five. No, both were identical, and one and had, one was legacy, and, and one, one was not. Okay, the person who was legacy would get preference. Would get preference. Okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the person that's not legacy also would make it. Gotcha. So gotcha. It's not really. I, to be yeah, honest, no, I don't remember either. Yeah, what, no, no, how? No, I mean, cool. a lot of the re- the way we pick people was petty. So, gotcha. I'm gonna be honest about no, that. No, we can be completely. <laughs> it, it was. If we didn't like it. you, you wouldn't get in. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's just how it is in undergrad, anyways. Like, you have to have a good, solid social game, also. So that's like, what I'm saying. Your social yeah. game has be a, to be solid. A Delta's child on the campus. But just because your mama is a Delta, if these Deltas don't like you... Yeah, they just don't. It's so bad. And they don't vote it's for you. It's so bad. <laughs> then your mama, yeah, she might get on the phone and try to call somebody, but she you doesn't be, get yeah. the preferential treatment, you know, like that she's explaining. I mean, if we can really, so really be real about no it. your mama can do. Can, well, AKA, can really also, either way, like you have to... Your parent has... your. Whoever you're claiming your legacy of, they have to be active. And they have to be active for a certain amount of time before you apply. So they can't just like, oh, I'm about to apply. Let me go get active. It can't be like that. Gotcha. So that it kind of weeds some people out also. Like, gotcha. yeah, your mama was AKA in 1962, but she ain't well, been she active since 1975. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, there's there's definitely... So there is some perks of being legacy because you bring like the lineage from the past. Yeah. But if it all doesn't align up, then, then, you're, still not getting then the... you're just as equal as any other random yeah. ass person that's trying to get into the organization. Okay, cool. That's cool. All right. So my next question is, um, paper or pledge, does it really (laughs) matter? I hate when people that don't, that aren't Greek say paper, by the way. Why? (laughs) Because I think it's just, it's... uh, You you guys made it a thing. Right. But y'all don't really know what that means. (laughs) I don't. That's why I'm asking the question. I know. And I'm not saying that towards you. I'm just saying in general, people are like, oh, they paper. I'm like... You don't really know what it means Correct. either way, so it irks me. Oh, um, well, it's okay, sis. No, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, just I'm fine. I'm just saying it. 
Like, especially in college when people say that, I'm like, y'all don't need, y'all really don't know anything. So yeah. when you say, does it really matter? What does that question mean? Um, so let me give you a little bit of context, right? Okay. Um, I have this group along with my, um, so my grandfather's siblings was Marjorie and Rose. And I have the name Rose. Rose and Marjorie. So it's the three of them. So we're like the offsprings third gen. You were the offsprings of them. So it's like maybe five or six people in this this um, iPhone text group. Um, and they created these questions. I was like, look, y'all, I have a show tonight that I need to produce. <laughs> and here's what Are I want to talk about. Great? Some it's like half Greek, half non-Greek. Okay. So these were I would say like from a cum, uh, cumulative angle in terms of me like getting all these questions, I think they were valid questions. And I also do feel so they did not give me any context in terms of the question. It was like paper or pledge. Do you think is a thing? So I would allow y'all to define what paper is and what quote unquote pledge is, which I know that you guys have to be whatever. So. Or how about I give y'all my understanding of it since I'm non-Greek, and then boom, y'all can go. From <laughs> I'm not there. answering this question. I'm, I'm not just letting answering you know. that either. I'm not answering that question. Um. Okay. So <laughs> I needed to know what the question me, that, meant. Like when okay, you said, "Does so it matter?" Someone who is paper, I would assume we can. Can we go off from my assumptions? Because clearly, I'm not off. And if we're going off from my thoughts, okay. So this does not have nothing to do with y'all's understanding or whatever it is right mm -hmm. so if paper and pledge was a thing to greek organizations right my understanding uh from my little cousins someone who is paper right is someone if they went if they join chapter a right and chapter a is known for going through whatever um Process or <laughs> process or whatever steps that they go through to become a Greek, uh, to a become member a member of the organization. If they do not go through that, then they are considered paper, right? Someone who um, who has pledged, they have gone through those steps to become those personal steps to that chapter. Is that specific? Mm. Or maybe not. Um, but <clears throat> someone who has pledged, they has gone through whatever steps it took. Like, I don't know what that is because I'm not Greek, so I don't really know. Like, I mean, I'm sure that you guys have a ton of sacred moments. But because I'm not Greek, I don't know what that is. Um, so for a person who have for a person who um has pledged or have pledged, they went through that process. And they are considered um, a person who is almost like, I don't know, like a person who has more rights. I don't want to say more rights. So the question was, does it matter? And I, I'll go ahead and answer the question. No. Okay. It doesn't matter. Like paper or pledge, a member is I, a member. A member is a member. I, there is there's not a member. I'm a member of two organizations. You mentioned Delta Sigma Theta, but I'm also a member of Tau Beta Sigma. And there is no person that I can say you're a part of this organization and you are either 
paper or a pledge, you crossed. So you are a member. So I get that. I think on a, a high key note, I think everyone gets that. <laughs> you are trying to take it to that I next am. level, I have and to. I'm giving I have to you take it to an life. answer. I have to take it to the At next level. At least an answer, and you trying to take it to the next I have to level. Take yeah, because I have level. no comment. <laughs> well, I mean, I have zero comments. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I gave you a little bit. Everybody goes through the exact same thing. Is the answer? Okay. Everybody Jeez. signs a paper, takes a test, wears all white, and has some candles. Everybody does that. So <laughs> okay. So, what about the individuals that live and breed their organizations? My math tutor in high school, she literally had a pink and green house. Everything she owned was pink and green, and it seemed like it consumed the fuck out of her life. So, what are your thoughts? And I, I literally have a legitimate thought about this type of individual. Um, so, or whatever. This I okay. So it's annoying, but it's kind of a to each his own. Like, you know, when I first crossed, I was like that. For probably five years, I was everything had to be pink and green. I had an AKA on everything. I had to celebrate every Friday. But I think day. that's everyone. Do, like I, when they cross, well, it's I'm like, saying that to say, yeah, they wrap it hard. But then, like after a certain time, it's like, yes, AKA brought me like my best friends, like my sisters. AKA brought me in contact with people that I would have not otherwise been exposed to. Um, Thank you. AKA did a lot for me. In college and after college and even now, like has gotten me jobs and stuff like that. However, am I going to wear pink and green everything? No. But if somebody else wants to do that, by all means, baby, AKA it out. Like I, I am going to talk about you. I'm going to screenshot you and I'm going to talk about you. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's what you want to do. Right. Like if I that's have, yeah, if you want to do that, then do it. I have a ton of older AKAs in my life. And when I tell you these AKAs be like AKA down, they have the AKA Jack. I mean, the AKA How old hat. Are they? So at a certain they age, I was above. just about Hold to say, yeah, once you're 50 you. plus, no, you they are 50 whatever. plus. They're definitely 50 plus. You can have on multiple pieces. You can have They're on the jacket, the umbrella, the shoes, sis, you can have yeah, the purse, no, no, no. the bag, like everything. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to do. But if you're My 32, sister's an AKA and she don't even, I don't even see AKA on her, but. Like sometimes she'll wear like pink, but I think it's because I know that that color is associated with the organization. I just feel that you know what that's oh, the vibe that she's subtle. giving. Yeah, it's subtle. I think for anyone over fifty, it's extremely cute. Like anyone, male or female, if they're Greek paraphernalia down, it's like live your best life, sis. So let me art, bro. Um, <laughs> share this real quick. I think that is also cute. I met this couple. And I took a picture of that grandbaby because he was the cutest little thing. I met a couple that met in college. He was an Omega. She was a Delta. He had a brother and she had a twin sister. Her sister was a Delta and his brother was also an Omega. And they were married. Oh, that's So they had like the... And then they were there because their son, the couple I was talking to, was pledging Omega. Like he just... He was crossing. It was a probate. And his wife is a Delta. So, like, they have this cute little Coleman love family. Like, it's so Mm -hmm. cute. 
So that's really cute to me when I see older people. And like they argued like an old married couple. And it was like the cutest thing (laughs) because he was like telling her what to do. And she was like, Negro, you do it. Like it was just so cute. But they had on, I'm full, I'm talking about he had on his camos. For sure. He had on his jacket. He had on his little hat. She had on her jacket. She (laughs) had a bag. Like it was just so cute. So I think that's cute also. But I agree with Cara. Ah, forty under. Even Neo's like okay. So I obviously <clears throat> just became a Delta last year, spring mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. But I crossed top of the Sigma when I was in undergrad, mm-hmm. and when you're on the HBCU, like it's big to cross and probate yeah, and yeah. all that. Correct. I was. Um, you better remember the most. Asked time. by one of. My uh, profile. Why I didn't change my what is it Facebook and put that I was a member of Top of the Sigma. That's just not me. Like I'm not the type of person that's just like, oh, like I just did this. So I want yeah. everybody to know. You know, like that's just it isn't me as a person. So when I crossed Top of the Sigma, it was really hard for me to get. When I was on campus, I barely wore letters. Like, I would hop in the line, and I just got on my regular outfit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's Wednesday, it's hump day, and everybody has on letters because that's when the DJ is out, and everybody's strutting and strolling, whatever you call it. Right. And I just didn't have on letters. Like, that, because it's just not me as a person, right? So, I'm like you. Like, if I see you, and you are 22 or whatever, and you have on a hat and a jacket and a bag, I'm about to screenshot this because why are you wearing double payroll? Like, why do you have on so much? All right. So, um, I lost my question. All right. So, (laughs) Greeks today versus the past. What are some things um, we as a culture can improve on today to make sure that Greek Greek letter organization can help out? Um, society's struggles like what are some things that I guess like a stop start continue type thing like hey things we were doing in the past this can definitely work things we probably need to stop and um, like what are some new things that we can do to really help out you know today's societal issues like homosexuality feminism um, like anything that y'all can think of I think most, if not all, sororities and fraternities, historically black fraternities and sororities have very similar goals and aims. Like, holistically, I think the way that they're executed are different. Obviously, people have different like ways of plans of, of getting things done. But I think for the most part, everybody is striving to make people better. Yeah. And I think... Um, that's something that should be continued from a an undergrad to a graduate level as well. I think the only difference between um, back in the day Greeks and current Greeks are the types of programming because that was based on the things that were needed at the time. So civil rights were huge. Yeah, <clears throat> getting people to vote. Right. So yeah. stuff like that was big back in the day. Um, stuff you know, women's. The women's suffrage movement, trying to get women to be able to vote, mm-hmm. those sorts of things, 
um, were super important and were focused on, I'm sure, by most, if not all, black Greek organizations. Mm -hmm. Um, Times have changed. And so I know specifically for AKA, we have a program that focuses on STEM for black um, undergraduates Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, as you know, black Black people in general, but especially black women, are underrepresented in science, technology, engineering, and math. So I think continuing those and continuing to bring awareness to the communities that those organizations are volunteering in to show young people that, yes, you can be doctors, lawyers, engineers, doctors, therapists, whatever you want to be, and, and to show examples, because for me, I didn't have anybody Greek in my family either. Had nobody that had ever gone to college. And my guidance counselor at my high school was an AKA who had a PhD. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw her, I was like, that's who I want to be like. And she was my role model and example. And I had never seen anybody like her before. Gotcha. So like just continuing that, I think one of the things that, that um, I am very far removed from undergraduate life um but i think one of the things that does need to change is just like the stupidity as it relates to how people are being brought into the organization some of the things that are being done um that have been being done since the 90s but just that are that make no sense that don't relate anything to the aims of the organization um should be stopped but outside of that i think the friendly competition between the sororities and fraternities uh the you know, coming together to have organizations together, I think should continue. So what are some things that you feel that your organization specifically should start? Like, I know that you talked about the things that you're currently doing, the things that you should stop. I think you might. Okay. So there are, there are specific and broad reaching aims for each national organization. Mm -hmm. So the national board of aka comes up with you know five tenants that we you know everybody follows but also each individual chapter can sponsor whatever or do whatever they want to do so for our undergraduate chapter we did do our school does a domestic violence week mercer does so they do like a a domestic violence fair where everybody comes and like you do you could do like domestic violence training or like these are the signs and stuff like that so like it just depends on the it's very chapter specific chapter okay um and i think each chapter can probably you know donate or sponsor different different groups different organizations different events that relate to whatever um causes that they want to support from a national level um, it's probably more focused on it's definitely broader yeah. on the national level, I can mm-hmm. say, for AKA. I haven't looked at a lot of the stuff in a really long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean. But no, I think, yeah, it's that, but it's made broad for a reason so that you can then take that and say, okay, what does this mean to our chapter? Correct, correct. Let's then implement it that way. Correct, correct. Um, but for the most part, I think that all of the Black Greek lettered organizations are attempting to just make wherever they are a better a better place for lack. Gotcha. I mean, for yeah. as corny as that sounds, which but is that's all over. Like all... Which is, I mean, it's damn almost all over the place. Yeah. So, um, I think that was just a good question to ask. Um, how about you, Mish? So I definitely think um, I'll just kind of go out of order, but continuing, there are a lot of deltas that are in the forefront of politics and 
advocating in <clears throat> the different areas that affect our local and national laws. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's amazing um, to see my sisters, you know, at the Capitol days and, you know, they still do, they're still doing marches and things like that. Um, so I definitely think we should continue that because voting is so important uh, for our community. And when I say our community, I mean just like black people in general. We obviously got out and voted for President Obama when he was in office and first elected. But um, these local elections are just as important. Mm -hmm. And I remember in undergrad, that was one of the things that attracted me to wanting to be a, a part of the organization was because there was a lot going on in Prairie View. They didn't want our, they didn't want the students of Prairie View to vote in the city of Hempstead. And so mm. um, the Deltas were like in the forefront of that march. They did a big march um, along with the other organizations, mm. obviously, but um, they were so heavily involved that it really made me interested. And I think that it's amazing that they take the time to go out into the community and educate mm -hmm. You know, those that won't take the time out for themselves to yeah. understand who and why they're voting. Correct. So that's one thing. Um, start, stop. Uh, you feel like they should start because I, I think you did continue. I did continue. Yeah. Um, start is mental health awareness. Correct. Yeah. So we have a five-point program thrust, mm -hmm. which is a part of the values of the organization. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like we we promote health a lot. And just as a people, we don't always dig deep into mental health. And so I just spoke at University of Texas at Dallas uh, two weeks ago now. Um, about mental health at Delta Week, which I thought was amazing because... <clears throat> did I talk about this already? Yes. Thank you me. did. You did. You did. Very, very, very. I just thought it was amazing that those... That chapter was wanting to speak about mental health specifically because it's so many health issues that yeah. they could have picked to talk about, especially that affect African-Americans specifically, like diabetes, mm. hypertension... Um, sickle cell anemia, but they chose mental health for a reason, mm -hmm. and I thought that was amazing. And so, I, I mean, same thing, undergrad, it's just a lot of petty catty type of stuff that happens yeah. and goes on, and I, I think that at this point, I would hope that these young ladies are past that, mm -hmm. um, and they can make decisions and, you know, kind of move through the organization without their personal views affecting yeah, the organization. Kind of, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's hard because yeah. you're a person, you're human, but it's petty and catty and undergrad all together on all levels of different organizations. So just stopping the petty and cattiness. Yeah. So I thank y'all for sharing your experiences. I think our listeners will have a good, um, perspective on like what Greek Greek letter organizations are about, um, what they stand for from y'all's personal views, 
or, or just general views itself. I'll say this because what you just said kind of sparked this thought. Um, okay. They were fighting for a lot when these organizations were founded mm. and even in, you know, like the civil rights movement. And we're still fighting for a lot, but I think that people just, people in general have gotten comfortable in the yeah. space that like we don't there's not like Jim Crow laws and all those things it's not it's not in your face it's, it's very not in your subliminal face. right yeah mm-hmm. so i'll say i think that that's why a lot of people in general have become more comfortable and like content in the spaces that they're in but you're right we absolutely need to have that same fire yeah. that they had back then when they were fighting like literally fighting to get these things in place and these laws and all of these other things change so that we can be where we're at today. Because if it wasn't for them fighting, we wouldn't be here. So Correct. it's just a lot of comfortableness. And people have to become uncomfortable in order for them to move in that way. So, yeah, we need yeah. to not be so comfortable. I, I just well, feel shout like- out to... I'm going to just plug real quick to those Greek organizations in South Dallas because... Right now is voting season, mm-hmm. and there are one, two, three, four, five organizations on the MLK Street. So it's Omegas, Kappas, Deltas, Alphas, and it's some all the rest of them. Or I think some, some of them. iotas across the street, but yeah. they have been hosting like forums for these candidates to come speak. And talk to the community about why you should vote for them. So, shout out to South Dallas and the organizations that are there because they are really trying to educate. Correct. All right. Um, is there a millennial moment? Yeah. So, listen. It's 11 o'clock on a Saturday. You haven't talked to this person in... Five days, they hit you up, call, and say, I need you to come pick me up. I can't drive. I've been drinking. What you going to do? Who's the person? Like, what do you mean? This It's it's the little shawty you've been talking to, or um. y'all had a situation, and it ain't, it's not always been the best. I'm not coming to pick you up. You can Uber. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's yeah. 2019. Like these are facts. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I I want you to be safe. I don't want you to like drive and wreck. So I will do enough for you to have the means to catch an Uber, catch a Lyft, cash app you. I will do mean? all that, but I'm not personally coming pick you up. So you gonna you gonna call the Uber for them? Like would, they're saying, like I can't. I yeah. there's nobody else. I yeah. can't do anything with my phone. Like for I'm my own conscious, for my own conscious, I would do that. Not for you. And send them to their house. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Because that's easy. It's like okay, look, a Uber is coming, a Lyft is coming. Boom, boom, boom. Look for so and so. That's really nice. It is very yeah, I'm nice. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm doing it. Because you don't know where they're going to go in that lift. And then you get that bill and it's $200. Because <laughs> they threw up in it. But for a person like myself, I would have done my research. I would have Googled from point A to point B. Seriously. And that, no, that sounds great. And I wish you the best. But I'm not doing that. 
I know. That's why I say for my own conscience, I would do it. If someone says mm. that, I don't want anyone Unless to- you're my dude and like, like you're my, like, yeah. before Ben and I got engaged, like you're my dude, yeah, then I will come and get you or call you an Uber if I'm like dumb far away. Really? So someone said like, car, I'm completely drunk. I can't move. I need, I need an Uber. They wouldn't do that for me. So maybe that's, you know, I, I, I don't want to say this, but I just feel like I would I wouldn't be able to like sleep knowing that someone tried to reach out to me to help them, and this is just specifically for me. I'm a, I'm you're not a grown to... person. It is 2019, and you mean to tell me you had the, the enough enough Balls. bandwidth to call me, but you don't have enough bandwidth to to click on the Uber app and click home. I look at it like you had the you ain't talked to me in. Five four days. or five days? You said four or oh, five days. And you had the boss to call me. I would definitely do it, but I wouldn't fuck with you. You calling me. First of all, I wouldn't answer the phone. Like, me personally, you after four or five days, you probably blocked anyways, right? But if you weren't blocked and it's 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday, my phone's probably on silent. Like, I'm not, I'm probably not answering. <laughs> So I the next morning you would, would be know. texting you, you like, would know. but Are what you if good? you did know? What if you didn't block that person? Like, what and if I did know, they reached though. <clears throat> I probably would have went and got them. Okay, that's very nice. That's, in the city, I, if you in the city, I'm you. in. I probably yeah. Got you. I mean, if someone is calling like, you, where drunk, you going? I had one. Listen, I had one of my college friends. This was in college, right? And this was way like this. You talk about four or five days. This was like. Bitch, I ain't hear from you in like a year. You reached out to me. Obviously, you know, you have an IQ to at least know that, okay, this person is like not in their right mind, right? Mm-hmm. So this person reached out to me. I clearly knew that they were not in their right mind. Like I knew it. Mm-hmm. And I got up from my bed. This is like at three, three o'clock. And I went and picked them up. In the state that I saw this person, I'm like, okay, I needed to be there because mm. they were completely inebriated. And clearly, when you, when, I mean, it's just, I just don't feel like we have the luxury of, I don't know, maybe I'm being too deep because of the topic. I don't know. I just don't feel like we have the luxury to, it all depends on how petty this person is. I'll just be honest. What you mean? If they really, really petty, 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 I'm not gonna pick you up. But if you not, if you not petty, I don't know. Like, I can think of three people. I'm just gonna say this right now. I can think of three people, and I'll say guys that I converse with that you'll go and scoop up. That if they call me, I would go, and and you're not blocked in in this week. <laughs> So I would go like Shadi obviously is intoxicated. Yeah. They can't drive. Yeah. I'll come pick you up. Where are you going? Is Correct. my question. Like, okay, yeah. I'm coming to get you. I'm not doing this. Oh, take me to my house. I'm sick. Like, help me out. I'm not Correct. doing all of that. Yeah. Where are you going? Where your friends I'm about at? To drop you off. The first question is where are your friends at? Right. 
I agree. So I'm, I'm dead for the on sake it. of my mental, I'm definitely gonna pick. I probably up. need to be dead Cars on it. Cars dead on it. I'm absolutely dead on I'm it. I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to think if that's happened to me because I feel like it has, and I told them I was dead on it. For real, really? You didn't give a fuck what happened? Oh, that was nice. That's pretty solid. But it, but yeah. That's solid. Like solid in terms of. Didn't you know, they tell you that I was a savage? <laughs> I told y'all, like, I mean, what was in the cat? These niggas, I mean. But they don't have to nah. be like the niggas that like fucked over you. I'm not saying this that is just they a are. Person Nobody that, said that. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I guess I get I would what think, she's saying though, and that's why I'm saying that. They would probably be bo- blocked from my phone, but since you gave the disclaimer, like, say they but weren't you blocked. You practice the power in blocking. Facts. I don't. Just I because to. you block somebody, just because to. you don't block somebody, don't mean you don't block them. Like, just because True. you don't block them from your True. phone, don't mean they're not blocked out of your mind. True, sis. Like, Come a nigga on, might hit me and then I'd be like, who are you? Like, I wish I can do that, but I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Like, you, I feel like if I hear you, I'd be like, damn, Lord, why? That's why I said it's three that I would be like, mm-hmm. okay. Because if, if I don't block you from my phone, I'm probably going to respond. Mm-hmm. Or I'm probably going to answer. But is that and a then bad if you thing, say, Is that a bad I'm thing? I'm drunk. Because like, here's the other thing. For a dude to call you and say, bro, I'm so drunk. Like, just think about that conversation, right? They trying to hit. No, that's not true. Like... Why well, they he just should know drunk? not to call my phone. Yo, why can't he just be drunk? I don't do drunk bro? sex. Like, why with can't no he man. just be drunk? Niggas will find any I don't do drunk think, sex. Y'all really <laughs> think that niggas just be like on it all the time mentally? I didn't say. I didn't say all the time. That's what I'm saying. But if like, somebody hits me like, "Oh, I'm drunk. Come get me." Nine times Listen, out of ten, that are, means they you, want to try to give me the D. If you have ever been drunk, sloppy drunk if you sex have been, with a man okay, hold on. is horrible. Yo, we, like, it, what we are do you not, doing? We do not have to equate this. Drunk, we do not have to. If like, we're both, yo, we do not have to equate. do not have to equate this situation to like a man wanting sex. But if you are a drunk individual, period, your goal is to find the next person. That will answer and that will literally come pick you up. This has nothing to do with that sex. That is absolutely false. That if is I'm not false. Drunk, that is not I'm false. If I'm single and I'm drunk, I'm gonna call the nigga in my phone. No, that, that, that I lets want you to know. That lets me from. know that you have interior motives. But according to the question, we don't know what their motives are. To be honest, they said that they were. That's drunk. what they said, but that doesn't Correct. mean that that's what their motive is. But this is. is also an option that we need to like experience. And that's fine. Let me so experience mine. But Why are we you? did. We did. No, you get mad at me. I'm not getting mad, but you already said that <laughs> you, you wouldn't are... do it. So I'm saying, like, what if this person did not have, like, like you don't know. other I motives? I think that what Cara is saying. What if, I get what you're saying, Justin. But what I think Cara is saying <laughs> that if a man hits you up. And they are sloppy drunk. They're hitting you up because they are like, you are the female that I want to talk to right now. And I'm that trying is, to get them jobs. Ha- that's why I asked the question. That's have y'all they- ever been that inebriated? Because if y'all haven't, then y'all don't understand that moment. Justin, I think 
All three I have of us. been that inebriated I think all three before. of us have been that drunk and before. Listen, all whenever three I of call us. somebody, I'm calling someone who will answer, and I need you to come pick me up. I'm calling a person that I know is going to answer. I'm not the calling phone, someone but I'm who also I want to female fuck or like you know I want to have sex with. That's not who the person I'm. I'm calling someone who I know Here's the that thing. will if answer I'm and that and will come pick me up. And then I'm calling you. It's like a oh, no, like what say you all doing that type now. of thing. We didn't I say all that. Now. We, didn't. we did not say it all that. I'm just giving so context. You bring it, no, I'm you bring more all, context you, to it from your perspective. I'm right. just saying that. And this that's part, what the question is asking from your perspective. What <laughs> would you do? So all of Why sudden, are you fighting us no, because of our Because she just said all of a sudden this nigga been texting her. Oh, nice. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's me. No. <laughs> Before I get to the point of I need a ride. I know, but I'm talking if about If I need him. a ride. What if dude just need a ride, bro? Like, it ain't even got to be his all what y'all at? He I didn't go out that. by himself. Because dudes are that. not dudes. Okay. I don't want to hear that. Once again, if you like, if you have ever been in that moment, that's why I asked this question, which I feel that. I would never be alone I feel that I y'all have never. I, feel I, would, that, exactly, I would not be exactly. by myself. So that's why I feel like y'all have never been in that moment. I have moment. been in that but moment, if you but have I have been by in myself. that moment. If you have. That's what I'm saying. I'm still with friends and it's like, girl, I you feel drunk, like if you're in that moment. I'm not about to walk. If you are in that moment, you are calling someone. That will come pick you up. That's not the truth. Immediately. Because which has nothing. I've been in that on, moment. Let okay. me finish. Which has nothing to do with what I want to do with you or what I think I want to do you do with you or what I have done to you. It's like this person will come get me out of a, a sticky situation. Dead ass. I'm going to add this into it. I live in a city Blah. where I was raised. My immediate... Family lives here. I've been in a situation where I cannot and I will not drive, but my car is parked in this parking lot. If I really needed to get home and I really wanted to go home, I'm going to call my brother yeah, first. Like you had that. But I didn't call my Whenever brother. I, was I called in the somebody of Baton Rouge, else. Louisiana, I didn't have anyone. I was an awkward kid. Literally. But that's what I'm saying. Validity. I didn't have friends until later, but I have I had I'm y'all. You mean to tell me you didn't have nobody at Southern that was your friend that you hung up over the course of time. And that's what I'm saying. Over the course of time, but in those moments I never had I never had So you were calling a boo. A boo that you felt like is gonna answer the phone. (laughs) Yo, that's (laughs) that may or may not end up giving you what you want. So that's why I say I, for that exact same reason, if a quote-unquote boo call me, I just may pick up and I like mean, help you out. And that's fine. So that's where my perspective comes from. And I feel what like I'm you, ain't never had, you ain't never been there before. I have. Okay, so okay. Because I because I my answer is different from yours. I've never been in this situation. I'm asking you what is your situation? But I've already told you. What you have sorry. I've and been you drinking. keep telling me that my current. I'm currently drinking. Crown that my and response is wrong. The, uh, the moral of it is: call whoever you need to call. Yes, correct. And don't get Point behind the period. wheel. Period. Don't just, even don't even think about it. Just call whoever you need to call. Whoever picks up picks up. Whoever and comes, they come to get you comes. No, and whoever don't you need come, to, don't take it personal. You need to get on your phone and click the Lyft app. 
But no, what if but So here's the other thing about bro. that I get what you're saying Cara yeah, But, but the other thing about that money? Is like if you are inebriated like that Being Uber may not be the best thing Because Uber and Lyft Are not always the safest places For people to be Come So on. like if you on but that like dude, Super inebriated level <laughs> Come on No for real like, So here's the thing That's why I said I personally said that I will call you I will call you an Uber I will call you a Lyft for you I definitely say if that. If a dude called me and said he was... That's because of my personal conscience. Like, I don't want... As I wanna, a female, if I call a dude and he's like, oh, I'm going to get you an Uber, I'm calling the next person. Listen. That's, because obviously, yeah. I can't take Uber. No, I could. I would do it. Okay, call it. That's just me. Because I'll be like, okay, boom. I don't have to worry about it. Somebody's going to pick me up. It's like whenever you're inebriated and whenever you're drunk, you don't have... You don't have time to like process all these other <laughs> right. things. Like you're just like, I just want to go home. That's it. So for that, I'm like, boom. All right. Well, child. Anyway. Good luck with you. Just call somebody. As long as you don't get behind the wheel. Don't get behind the wheel, because then that's all that's like finances. You will not be going out. Right. And that like, means you need to stay here tonight, huh? <laughs> What's the word of the day? Word of the day. <laughs> the I'm going home. Word of the day is writhe. Writhe is a verb. It means to move or proceed with twists and turns or to twist from or as if from pain or struggling. Justin, please use writhe in a sentence. Writhe. Writhe. T-H-E. Writhe. It's a verb. Justin. Ryan. <laughs> Justin, your face. <laughs> Use the word in the cities. <laughs> Go, The Justin. ride when I am on a roller coaster is super scary. It's a verb, not a noun. God. You said a not a noun? It's a verb, not a noun. To writhe. It is really I can't I can't process <laughs> it's a it. Verb, guy. It is really scary to experience. No, I don't have no. it. The writhe is really scary. That's what I just said. It's I don't a noun. You used it as a noun. It's a verb. To writhe. I am writhing. He writhed. But I'm trying to use it with the roller coaster, and I can't get it with the roller coaster. Oh. To ride the roller coaster. I mean, it's basically using it as the definite, you know? So here's the thing. Yeah. I I have personally drank a whole bottle of Crown, so we're not going to- Really? This is an element of the show. I need When I, I need... writhe, he feels it. Evable. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to Millennial Love. Please make sure you hashtag us. How you going to cut MO3. me off like that? That's hella rude. I'm just joking. Go. No, you're not. Go I ahead mean, and end the show. You're not going to give a sentence. So go on and end the show then. Cara, I have been. And that she was your choice. In the show though. Cara, what's your sentence? I don't have one. Go ahead. Why don't you have a sentence, Cara? I don't because the show is ending. Come Go on, Cara. The show's ended. Come on, Cara. No. It's a done deal. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye.